Pod People. Greetings, gentle listeners. How are you all doing? I myself am so tired. I keep trying to figure out what it was that caused the bathroom ghost to appear. I tried entering the bathroom at different times of the day. I've tried asking staircase. I've even thought about holding a seance next to the toilet, but I'm scared that's going to cause more trouble. I'm also still lost deep within my tree research. My tree search, if you would. There's just so many trees out there, which is a good thing. I'm not complaining. I love trees as much as the next guy. It's just that when you are looking for one big, possibly magical tree in a literal sea of trees, I mean, forest, I don't know. It just feels like too big of a problem to solve. The internet for the first time in my life is failing me in my research. Victor and I have gone to the local library a few times too to try to see if maybe there's a book that talks about what we need to find or an arborist student's thesis paper, but we haven't had much success there either. And it's hard to get work done when Victor is next to me. Maybe I'm just not looking in the right places. Maybe since we're dealing with Hazel Grove, a magical place and a potentially magical tree, I shouldn't be looking at national park websites and reading landscape ecology papers. Maybe I should be looking at fairy tale books and fantasy novels? Hmm, that's actually not a bad idea. I can't help but to wonder if there's something in this house that can help us. My aunt had turned one room into a little library and study. Her shelves were full of weird old books, giant encyclopedias, a lot of fairy tales, and these books that talked about the greatest mysteries of the world. I remember laying by the fireplace when I was little and visiting, and flipping through one of the large books looking at pictures of cryptids and monsters and magical lands. Maybe Victor and I should check my own library next. Ah, uh, in the meantime, I thought we could use a little break from tree talk and bathroom ghosts and read some of the dreams that you all have sent in. I know my brain could use a break. Dream Machine. Our first dream comes from L'Oreal. Hello, Ghost Honey. Hello, L'Oreal. A dream that really stuck with me was a dream I had when I was seven years old. In the dream, I was in a great grand museum with my parents and sister. The museum was beautiful, with arched ceilings and pillars with gold detailing. There were two grand stairs that ended at a landing with a deep red carpet, and on the wall, there hung a giant picture of a war with people I did not know and faces I could not see. I was entranced there, fixed at that spot. Staring longingly into the soft curves of paint, 
at the little blurred faces of people on mighty black horses that looked like they emerged from a glorious myth that no one's ever heard of. I was so immersed in the painting that I did not notice that my parents had left, and in a panic, I looked down the landing and saw them leaving the museum onto the road. Fear spread through me, and I ran down the stairs two at a time, three at a time, and wondered, even in my frightened state, how I did not fall down. By the time I reached the exit of the museum, they were gone, and all I could see was the night sky, the blare of the traffic lights and the cars with no drivers. It was raining, and there was a full moon, and I curiously thought about werewolves and a little red riding hood, and I cried, for I felt sorry for the mother who prepared all that food for the grandmother then had become food for someone else. And that's the point where I woke up, filled with sadness, panic, and a sense of longing. Oh, L'Oreal, what a haunting dream to have, especially at seven years old. It's always so strange when your brain puts you in a dream scenario, but is thinking of something else at the same time. Like to dream you're rushing out of an old museum into the rain, but to have your dream self be thinking about Little Red Riding Hood? Hmm. Dreammeaning.net says that dreaming about museums means we're reflecting on our past or trying to still navigate past events. I also read online that dreaming of rain is a good thing. It can symbolize good fortune, and a dream about a full moon can mean success. If you put all of that together, maybe it means by navigating and understanding your past events better, you will find good fortune and success. I'm not sure. Maybe you just like museums. There's actually a lot of information out there too about dreaming about Little Red Riding Hood. It's fun to pick out all of the symbolism and piece it together, but I still feel like everyone's brains are beautifully different and what may mean one thing for one person could mean something entirely different for someone else. As always, let me know if you uh, have an epiphany. Thanks. Our next dream comes from Charlie. Last night, I dreamt that a badger with a clipboard came into my room to ask me about a spider that he was certain had illegally moved in under my bed. He showed me pictures of my bed and I could see no spider. And I felt weirdly protective and I didn't want him to oust my new lodger, if there even was one. The only new spider in my house I knew of was Cecily, who was in my living room. As I was sure this badger would be incredibly mean to any illegal spider lodgers he found, I wouldn't let him search under my bed, and I didn't mention Cecily, so he gave me a stern look and wrote something down on his clipboard before the dream moved on. Hmm, what a good dream, Charlie, and what a good reminder that spiders are our friends and that snitches get stitches. Fear not, gentle listeners. Ghost Honey's Dream Machine will be right back after the break. Greetings, gentle listeners. I hope you've been doing well. I am so excited to talk to you today about my very first book. It's called Gentle Chaos, Poems, Tales, and Magic. This book is a collection of poems, images, personal stories, and vignettes that explore magic, queerness, lost history, love, and death and the enchantment and comfort to be found in the weird, the dark, and the different. There's also pictures of teeth. The holiday season is fast approaching, and this book could make the perfect gift for the sensitive, death-obsessed weirdo in your life. And you can purchase it now wherever you buy books. 
Not only is there a book, but there is also a companion oracle card deck, a guided journal, and an audiobook recorded by yours truly, available wherever you listen to books. I hope you enjoy this book just as much as I do, and happy holidays from me to you. Welcome back, gentle listeners. Our next dream comes from Halana, and they wrote in saying, Oh, Ghost Honey, let me enlighten you about a very strange dream I had a couple of weeks ago. But first, a little backstory before I begin. Lately, I have been very intrigued by the life cycle of mushrooms, and I began to seek knowledge from the best place I could think, Netflix. And I came across a wonderful documentary titled Fantastic Fungi. That's a really good documentary, by the way. I watched it and fell in love. But anyhow, onto the dream. It was dusk, and everything had a purple hue. The grass hill I sat atop was blue, and there were fireflies all within the grass and trees that surrounded the hill. As I sat looking around, I began to see mushrooms of all types and colors pop out of the ground around me. I distinctly remember feeling shock. I don't know how or when this happened, but suddenly, a big fluffy gray rabbit was next to me eating grass and mushrooms. And when I went to touch it, it looked up at me, and in a deep, wise-sounding voice, it said, He would like to see you now. Somehow, Dreamy thought the talking bunny was more logical than the mushrooms that were still randomly popping out of the ground, so I said, Who would? And the wise bunny replied, The master. I will lead you to him. So I followed the bunny through a trail in the grass and trees, but this part of the dream gets kind of hazy. I remember seeing a wooden cabin on another hill, and suddenly I was inside. There were mushrooms everywhere, and when I say everywhere, I mean everywhere. Mushrooms were coming out of floorboards, the ceiling, and through the couch. It was beautiful. I think I looked over to the kitchen, and there was a man who looked a lot like the guy in the documentary I had watched the day prior. He was turned around and said, I have been waiting for you. I don't know why, but in that moment, it felt right to start misting the mushrooms with a plant mister I had found. The man then turned around, smiled at me, and said, You are going to be the next mushroom-growing protege. And then I woke up. So yeah, that was my dream. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Thank you for sending in your dream. It sounded, it sounds beautiful and magical. It also sounds like one of those dreams where everything you've been consuming around you is being filtered and sorted in your brain and played back to you in a fun story. I hope you do become the next mushroom growing protege. I believe in you. Maybe get a bunny tattoo. IDK. That, that, that just feels like something that I would do after having that dream. Our final dream comes to us from too many beats. I once dreamt that I knew of a secret place hidden in a glacier, a little cottage forgotten by time. To get there, you had to swim underneath the ice. I remember diving into the water, and it was the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen. I wasn't cold, and I didn't need to breathe. The colors reflected off the ice were magnificent, iridescent rainbows. It was tranquil and beautiful, and it felt as though I'd seen something sacred. I remember realizing that the cottage wasn't the secret worth keeping, 
It was what I saw in the water. I also dreamt that I choked out a bear in a cafeteria line once. I remember thinking, oh shit, I have to deal with this. And boom, bear was down and lunch was served. <laughs> Too many beats. What was for lunch? What was being served? You can't leave out important details like that. Just kidding. What a beautiful and peaceful dream. The, the swimming through colorful lights and ice water dream, not the choking out a bear in the cafeteria dream. Uh, angelnumber.org says if you dream that you are fighting a bear and if you win the fight against the bear in your dream or if you kill a threatening bear in your dream, it is a sign that you have or are in the process of overcoming whatever obstacles or fears stand in your way. And in this case, the bear was standing in the way of lunch. So good job, too many beats. Way to overcome that bear obstacle. What a fun and great selection of dreams. Let's see what our friend the moon thinks of them. Hi, Moon. What did you think of this selection of dreams? Normal is an illusion. What is normal for the spider is chaos for the fly. Charles Adams. Oh, and what is normal for the badger is chaos for the spider? Hmm, yes, I suppose so. You could also say that what is normal for the spider is chaos for the badger, as spiders will do what spiders do, and they provide chaos to the humble white-collar badger. Hmm, yeah, that makes sense, I think. Uh, Moon, if you were an animal, what animal would you be? I wouldn't mind being a moon jellyfish. Similar in aesthetics to how I am now, but with a radially distributed nervous system and just 100% good vibes, baby. How about you? Oh, that's a good answer. I would love to be a jellyfish too, but maybe a deer? Gentle, but strong, or maybe a little bird. I would love to be able to fly. Maybe like a little finch or something. Nice. <laughs> okay, good talk, Moon. <sighs> Thank you, gentle listeners, for sharing your dreams. This was a nice little break for me, and I hope it was for you too. I'm going to continue my tree search. I feel refreshed. Until next time. Sweet dreams. Ghost Honey's Dream Machine was written by me, Tyler Gesa. It was co-created by me and my friends at Pod People, who make this lovely little podcast come to life. Rachel King, Matt Sav, Chris Jacobs, Brian Rivers, Morgan Foose, and Ann Fuse. Special thanks to Barbara Jones and Mark Fisher at Outshine Talent and all of my family and friends. If you love Ghost Honey's Dream Machine, the best thing you can do is share it with a friend. And if you're an overachiever, please leave a glowing review and rate us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can follow me at Ghost Honey on TikTok and at Tyler Gesa everywhere else to stay tuned on all Dream Machine news. And please, if you feel so inclined, 
Go ahead and submit your own dreams at the dream submission form linked in any of my social media bios. I may include it in an upcoming episode. Bye for now.